0: ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist.
1: You ain't gotta do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. No, you ain't. Ain't anyway, writing oh. nothing. I ain't letting him write. I ain't
0: getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't
2: get no interview. I know. I'm good. I'm
0: good. On 92.9 FM ESPN.
1: And gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly. As soon as it drops, we on a rampage. Bottles popping up before you know it. There's rubber than the because we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say.
3: More than a million uh, Friday. Hey, Jeffy, do you believe in miracles?
4: Jeff, I believe. Because it may take one.
3: It may take one. Not that miracle. Uh. The miracle that is unfolding right now. As uh, Team USA, it's gonna, take, it's gonna take some John Calipari level coaching here on the part of Germany for the U.S. to get back into this thing.
4: Uh, they're down nine with the minute thirty-one. They're left in the third. They're they were. This is about where they were in the when the no. when they played Germany in the tune-up.
3: No, no. no. They 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 there is plenty of
4: there is plenty of opportunity.
3: They just have to get them get themselves. they they're, still, together they're a telling lot. a story right now. Eighty-nine to eighty. With 131 left in the third. Listen, Jeff, was it over
4: when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> let,
3: let, 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 us, let us all ponder whether it was over when the Germans uh, 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 bombed Pearl Harbor. Jaron Jackson Jr., six points, two rebounds uh, in this particular. Uh, no personal fouls, by the way. So foul trouble has not been okay. an issue. We'll keep our eye on that. Uh, anyway, today is Steve the Kerr holding him back.
2: Many well, are asking.
3: Many many are asking. I, I do believe if they go down to defeat, and and far be it from me to give up on our plucky American lads this early, if they go down to defeat, I think people are gonna be pointing the fingers at
4: Steve Kerr. No question. Roster construction. Rightfully should.
3: And and they rightfully should. Anyway, today on the show, very excited about uh Today on the show because uh uh every year I show up with uh in the fall and i and i go to the bank and i ask for 10 crisp 100 hundred dollar bills and i get those 10 crisp 100 hundred dollar bills i'm i've never been so happy to part mm-hmm. with 10 crisp 100 hundred dollar bills as i am to put them in jeffrey's hands and i tell him to go forth and invest and every single year save for last year except for last year uh he's given me the 10 hundred dollar bills back plus extra And uh, so I did it last week, and I gave him the $1,100 bills. And I'm a little honestly concerned about the fate of my $1,100 bills, just a little. But I am a – I'm not one whose faith wavers. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I'm expecting a big week here in week two, particularly, Jeffrey, given that you were so – like you're on a bit of a roll. You were so spot on Mm -hmm. with your assessment of Jared Goff Mm -hmm. that I – Don't let me get hot. I don't want – I'd stand back Mm -hmm. if Jeffrey's hot yesterday you said that Jared Goff is the second best quarterback yes. in the NFC and sure enough what did we see last night my guy was throwing dimes dimes toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes let me see they've they've met twice right in oh. the. Is anyone else undefeated against Mahomes? Over the course of their career, huh. those two. Is Matt Stafford undefeated? Have since? those two have got, have hooked up twice? And and what's happened in each of those
4: games, Jeffrey? Well, well, let's see. They've been classic football classics. games. classics. Yep. And golf's two and oh. Two and o. Oh.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll I'll take talk. that for that We'll
3: take. We'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. Today on the radio show, Jason Smith's going to Shout out to Tony. Jason Smith is going
4: to inside. Once a giant, always a giant.
3: Uh, Jason Smith's going to join us in the next segment. Chris Harrington, straight up at ten o'clock. By the time we get to Chris, straight up at ten o'clock, that U.S. Germany result will be final. Uh, right now, ninety-two to eighty-four. I'm not going to continue doing this throughout. The... It's
4: ninety-four, eighty-four now, and a three at the buzzer for Team USA. In and out, no good. We head to the fourth. <sighs> head to the fourth.
3: Ninety-four. Eighty-four. Uh, anyway, uh, Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. And then, really good slate of college football games. And so I'm anxious to hear uh, what Jeffrey has. Jeff, many the out store. there, uh,
4: there are whispers in the trees that I love the board this week.
3: There are whispers in the trees that he loves the board uh, this week. So that's great. Um, let's see. Sort of a wild night last night for all kinds of reasons. One is... Uh, uh, there was a shooting at FedEx Forum.
4: I did not. I'm unaware.
3: In FedEx Forum, at the Little Baby concert, Google it. Uh, they uh, there was a shooting inside FedEx Forum, at the Little Baby concert. He was rushed off the stage, and um, and Libby, weren't we just weren't we just discussing Jeffrey that one of the places in America where you feel safe is inside a sporting arena. Yeah.
4: Concert venue, yeah, yeah,
3: because elderly. they have uh, metal detectors. Metal detectors. Like you
4: have to go through it.
3: You have to go through it. So I don't know. Like in in uh, in Chicago, it was reported that the gun at Old Commit whatever New Comiskey's called now it was was guaranteed. Rate field was smuggled in in folds of fat. Uh, I don't know if this is a uh, this is one of these uh, copycat copy fat. I guess, copy fat, copy fat crimes, but someone's apparently smuggled a little gun, a gun, not a little gun, a gun into uh, FedEx Farm last night. And that's disturbing. Honestly, it's disturbing. Um, and I it's disturbing for all kinds of reasons. We are freaking awash in guns and, and there's not, it's not that mental health is different. It's not that our mental health system is different. It's not that People are more evil in the world now than they used to be. It's not that – no, it's – we're now freaking washing guns everywhere. And uh, and so there you are. We uh, – uh, and, and it's a hell of a thing because, honestly, the Grizzlies deal with this too, right? Like, this is a little baby concert. It's not a Grizzlies thing, but, but they deal with the fallout sure. of – and everyone downtown deals with the fallout of this. Oh my God! Can I go to FedEx Forum? Is it safe? I mean, once upon a time, the connection between FedEx Forum and Beale Street was like, my God, what a perfect setup they have there. Beale Street at the it empties FedEx Forum empties into Beale Street. It's a party all day long, party all night long. There's a natural uh, synergy there. What a great scene! And now the problem is, instead of being a positive. It's a negative. It's something that that they have to deal with at FedEx Forum that they have to deal with when they're drawing fans to the Grizzlies, and I don't think people are going to stay away necessarily because they think there's going to be a gun at a Grizzlies game. But obviously something went awry. Isn't that isn't that pretty obvious? If there's a gun at a little baby concert, something yeah. went awry. So that happened at the U.S. Open. Uh, the U.S. Open where Coco Gauff has advanced to the finals. Nineteen-year-old American. Um, the match was delayed for 50 minutes, um, because of climate protesters. And I am obviously sympathetic to the cause. I don't like the idea of us, uh, uh, destroying ourselves and our planet. Um, and, and it's sort of, it is interesting. Like it's the nature of protests are, I've heard, you know, people say, pick another place, like, the, the whole nature the the point of a protest is to be disruptive. If they're protesting in the privacy of their own home, it's not much of a protest. I would ask though, shouldn't the US open organizers be able to clear this in so that there's not a 50 minute delay? The 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 protester evidently glued his feet to the floor. Now they tried that at FedEx Forum. Wasn't there gluing
4: of the feet to the floor the wrist. at FedEx Forum? Remember it was the wrist. It was glue That was like that was when does glue really? You can just
3: you can, and okay. Let me ask you this, dude has dude has his feet glued to the floor, at U.S. Open or anywhere. Okay, as someone who's trying to remove the protester, uh-huh. what are you enabled? Uh, what are you allowed to do? Like, well, I mean, if you if can, you can't rip, well, he, he can't just rip his feet off the floor, can you? And cause like, don't you have to set, don't you have some obligation? I mean, I would think just like, all right, you did it. You know, skin comes off, blood, who cares, right? On the other hand, I think there's probably some obligation to actually loosen the feet from the floor. I don't know what kind of glue, gorilla glue, super glue. I don't know what is what, there.
4: I don't know. Is there, is there glue that is more glue, adhesive with skin? I don't I have no idea. I, I disagree with you on this, though. What, what? I think I we have rules in society. Mm-hmm. When you break the rules, like you said, I think you have a right to protest. But at the same time, if I go and I disrupt a public sporting event where I'm not allowed to go. Oh, no, I'm not. I, I, I do not think that you're entitled to like some type no, no, of.
3: No, no, That's my question. I, I, I think you go, when you do that, any protest is breaking rules in society. Yeah. Right? That's what happened. Civil rights protests. They were breaking rules in yeah. society. So there are also repercussions so if yes. you if you chain yourself to a fence yep. in front of a U.S. government, whatever you go to jail, and I, and yeah. you, you acknowledge you go to jail. So I'm not saying he shouldn't go to jail. I'm just asking. No, I think like as a, I, I as think a, you
4: lose the right, I think you do. Lose you the, lose your if it if it required you to lose your foot, do you lose your foot? I no, don't, I, I I don't, don't think, think like you, think you should that, get the bone saw, but at the same time, <laughs> that's I'm not, what I'm asking. Yes, no, I don't think you get a bone. But am I worried about whether or not I rip off your skin no, no, if I'm no, trying to just remove I, you?
3: What I'm putting myself in this in this in the situation of is if you are the people. How much damage are you willing to do to him, right, Mm -hmm. in order to liberate him? And if it's just ripping some skin off, I don't care about that either. But, like, literally, how much damage can you inflict on him, given by the way that that there will be legal liability Mm -hmm. as well in the interest of liberating him? Like, I'm with you. You sacrifice a lot knowingly when you protest. That's part of the deal.
4: I mean, so this I'm is not kind saying
3: of the, he's owed would anything in particular. Is, I'm just
4: saying, what is your obligation to? I would argue this is the problem that we have today. Is like everything is so litigious and whatnot. Like in the end, they're probably having to go through like a legal checklist of what well, that's can what I'm we saying. do? What
3: what 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 can they do? We agree you can't get out of Bonesaw.
4: Yes, we, not, You can't go full even, Saudi Arabia. And if it, it, you can't and, go full Saudi Arabia,
3: even if it's not. For lawyers. You sure. just think on, the, on yeah. the basis of morality. Yeah, you can't go bone saw. And so we don't really know what there is between. Like, if it's just a little pain, like... Uh, like, like do,
4: do I think that you could get five security <laughs> guards and sit there and go, all right, one, one two, two, three, I think you could do that. Yeah, I'm in on that. I could think you could do that, too. Um, anyway, that happened.
3: <sighs> we had a little baby concert. with went awry. We had the U.S. Open. Coco Goff, by the way, held it together. And I thought she, treated it, she handled it well. She said... I treated it like a rain delay. Yeah. which is exactly right. Like you know, uh, you 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 deal with what is. It, it's not like it's delayed for both of them. You know, do you deal sure. with what is dealt? And then of course we had that magnificent football game, as the Detroit Lions defeat the Kansas City Chiefs, and uh, my that was great fun. As you correctly uh, pointed out, mm-hmm. Jared Goff, wildly underrated quarterback, now two and zero against Patrick Mahomes. And of course the two narratives coming out of this game are look at those darling uh, uh, lions. The hype is real. Yep. Right? They they lived up to their hype. Yep. And then the other one is Chiefs are done. Dynasty no, over. I don't think it's that Chiefs are done. I think it's the, mm-hmm. the, the narrative is boy They're... they missed Travis Kelsey. And Chris Jones. And Chris Jones. Um, and so which of those, by the way, is if let me, I, I'm going to give you these two statements okay. and you tell me one, which one is more true. The hype for the lions is real or boy, the chiefs miss Travis
4: Kelsey and Chris Jones. Number two, hundred percent. I mean, let's not forget the chiefs did lose to the Colts last year, like early in the season. Right. I, I, there, there's no sense of done stuff. Now they go to Jacksonville next week. like it, yeah, it, they could be they could at be at some point.
3: Yeah, you do start to inflict real damage on your season, but we, we are not at that point. Um, you know, when when uh, late in the first half those two throws from Patrick Mahomes, you're like, okay, yeah, you know, like, come on, man, seriously. Yeah. And that's emotionally, like, I sort of gave up at that point. So I was stunned that Detroit came back to win the game because seeing Mahomes do that, by the way, is it are you are you right to accept that holding penalty? So as part of this touchdown drive, yeah, it was fourth and two from midfield or on the Chief's side of midfield.
4: Yeah, battle. it was it was it was plus.
3: Yeah. So it was plus or territory. you could accept the hold, the holding penalty. It's third and seventeen. And so, it's Patrick Mahomes. Which do you do
4: there? So in real time, I didn't even think about I didn't even think about declining the penalty. Because fourth and two, I was two,
3: absolutely I, thinking about it, and I was stunned that there was no discussion about whether there was no discussion about whether to accept or decline
4: that penalty. I just went with the attitude of, it's on fourth and two. I figured they were going. They for They were going to go for it, and they were going to get. I it. mean, the problem is you gave up a third and seventeen. Right. Like let's let's. Right. Like I understand when everyone's like, "Well, you should have taken the fourth down." It's like I I I just asked that question. I, I, I'm. No, there I'm were not... there were plenty of people like I didn't even think about it until I saw like the. People on Twitter that I respect, like, why did you, why did you accept that penalty? And I was like, I didn't even think about. it. Of course, you back it up. Um, in the end, the wide receivers were just god awful.
3: And I, and I will say, like, I've been on Gabe's show, and he's been worried about the wide receivers, and I've been telling him, I think his his concern is overblown. And I have to give Gabe credit for this one because they were god awful. Um, Patrick Mahomes, two receivers last night. Was ten of twenty-two throwing to receivers last night, and that is not because he is bad; it's because the receivers were bad. And Kadarius Tony was the most bad, including uh,
4: a catch he should have made that turned into a pick six, and then a drop late in the game when the Chiefs. Yes, had the, the, it. I, th- I actually thought that. I mean, obviously, the the more impactful the the drop that turned into the pick six because it gave seven points. But I thought that was a tougher catch. The, yes. the drop on the first, dr- the last drive to start the drive, I mean, that was a freaking, like, just easy, easy catch. And he was open. It wasn't like he was covered.
3: Is that a uh, – you always hear about health with Kadarius, Tony. Is sure. it also hands? Um, is that – I mean, was this an atypical performance? I mean, I think I think you also have to
4: realize like, – Sky Moore wasn't good either, by the way. Eight targets, one yard between the two of them. I mean, to me, the other thing with Tony is, like, there's a reason why the Giants gave up on him. And like you know, he he does have attitude issues too. Okay. So what I can't wait for is, eventually we're gonna have a Tony outburst. Like he's gonna get mad, and it's always somebody else's fault with Tony.
3: Is there, is there another? And this was really my point with Gabe. I don't worry about the receivers if you have Travis Kelsey. Correct, I'm with you. I yes, once you also take away Travis Kelsey, then he's got nothing. Correct. By he the way, loses
4: the safety blank. Yeah, by the the safety way,
3: and 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 the whole uh I hear it on my bills all the time is um man, they gotta they gotta develop some kind of running game to take the pressure off of Josh. Like you hear that all the time. Chiefs,
4: um, if you take away Mahomes runs, seventeen rushes, forty five yards. Couldn't do it. Yeah, I, th- I thought they were also really bad in the red zone. And oftentimes we can, like, distill football down to, how did you do on drives? Like, what did you do right. at the end of drives? And I thought when they got to the red zone last night. And that's they Kelsey, were, too, though. They were really bad, exactly. And that's Kelsey, too. 100%. So I don't at all think they're dead. I do think, and Kelsey, obviously, is just a
3: matter of healing. And and um, it doesn't sound like it's a long-term injury. So he'll be back, and they'll be fine. It was interesting to see Chris
4: Jones sitting there in the state. Have you seen that before? I have like, and n- by the way, I'm I I'm fine not- with it.
3: No, I, I have no problem with
4: it. But I but I was like, I don't know if I've ever seen a guy holding out. I don't believe out,
3: I've ever seen it.
4: Like, sitting in a suite. And if you – let me ask you this. You're Chris Jones.
3: You're sitting there. Inside, he's not mic'd up like uh, like the Hutchinson. Sure. So inside, how
4: are you feeling? I was, are you- I, by the way, shout out to the Hutchinson family. Sh- I'm glad they finally found a camera. <laughs> First time ever. What a ridiculous idea to, to – to, and with all due
3: respect, it was just the dad going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but this- and then the moms, would look, I hate to say this because it was, was just, I, I don't want to be sexist about this. She was always like, what
4: happened? And he's like, fake pun. Oh, <laughs> no, this <laughs> happened on Hard Knocks last year. They would do the same thing. I know you found this hard to believe, Jeff. They, they were willing to go on camera yeah, and be shocking, mic'd up. Right? Like, and the, one of the sisters was like, was that a sack? And you're just like, it, oh, my God. It, yeah. Oh yeah, it
3: wasn't it wasn't great. But anyway, so would you have been if you were Chris Jones, who have been rooting for? Am I happy? I think you're happy they lost.
4: It's a very it's a very I selfish think you're mentality. Happy they
3: lost. You want them to. You want in the end. Let's when they when when you let a holdout go into the regular season, it's a question of leverage at this point. Where does the leverage swing? Right, here, if you're rolling, here's where you I can, don't need him. Here's if, where I
4: can get with you. Here. Do I think the whole night like he's like sitting there clapping it up for the Lions? No. no. But I do think on the very last drive when the Lions are trying to put it away, right. the fact that they just ran it right down their throat where he would have been, I imagine that's pretty satisfying. Being like, oh, could have used me there, huh? They actually got a little bit of pressure on Jared Goff throughout the
3: course but of the night. When it, but when, it, when, when the, the when Lions needed, had to run to do the football, it. they, they were able to yes, do it. Yes, they did.
4: Um,
3: I hate to say this. It's just true. You go into the regular season, and it's like, okay, well, we couldn't get it done. So now let's see which way the leverage and pressure swings. Sure. And does the leverage and pressure swing onto the Chiefs because all of a sudden they lose to the Jags and they're zero and two, and they got to get Chris Jones back, or if they had won last night, beat the Jags, they're two and zero, they're rolling. You're like Chris, you're going to come in at some point. Like we seem to be doing fine without you. Take like I think, I know I may be a small man, very possible. I think I would have been rooting, not
4: externally. I wouldn't wanted my guys to lose. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Like the other thing that I've always—it's a business, baby. No, I, I, you I got totally, the Super Bowl ring. I totally understand that, but there's a difference between being like it being a business and you not Rooting being a competitor, against your friends, and all of that. Like I, I get that too. Um, like at a certain point, though, like I would ask, like. Chris, if they're not paying you last night. Like, w- like if they're willing to sit there and eat it, and then he's willing to sit there and eat it. He's correct. like, I'll eat it till week eight or whatever it
3: is, right? We, it's, uh, and that—that—that. That, that like, I don't this know if headed. last night made the stalemate any
4: different. I don't think last night did. But if, what if they lose to Jacksonville? I mean, at a certain point, like if you have decided like you're going to take this position, NFL owners aren't exactly like you know what I was wrong. Hand. I up. don't think they're immune to pressure, though. If you, if you start racking up L's and you're the Chiefs and I mean, it's the are, AFC, is the Hunt family really worried about backlash? Not backlash. They're worried they want to win games. Jeff, they're too busy. They're having to give money to SMU yeah, to, fun, to fund. Good. Right now they're uh, trying to the way, fund a ACC All team. the
3: attention. We've talked about the Lions and Jameer Gibbs, who was good. Only seven carries, mm-hmm. uh, but 42 rushing yards, 18 receiving yards. He was good. Brian Branch, obviously another draft pick yep. this year with the pick six. Uh, and people have been raving about him ever since he got to camp. So I was thrilled to see that on the part of the Lions, I mean on the part of Kansas City, and very happy for the Lions. What do you make of the – the first part then is how much do they miss Chris Jones sure. and Travis Kelsey? A lot. We agree that, yeah. that that's really – That team still had Patrick Mahomes. The, uh, the second part of it is the hype reel for Detroit. Where are you on that?
4: We did both pick
3: them to win the yes. division.
4: I think what you saw is if you're someone that believes that they can win the North, you you nothing deterred you from that last night because that was a gutsy, tough win. The thing about the Lions' hype is okay. It's like, well, what is the hype? Are we talking about winning the North? Or are we talking about being a like NFC contender? Because. That's kind of where
3: Eh, that defense is not very good. People don't talk about them as a contender. They talk about them as a team that's going to get into the playoffs, maybe win a playoff game. They've won. It's astounding. I went back and looked because I couldn't believe my eyes. They won the championship in 57. Yeah. Since 57, one one playoff playoff win. win.
4: That's just unbelievable. No, I mean it is It is one playoff win. And, and I, th- th- in two th- generations, you could make the argument they had the best player of a generation. It's just Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson. And both I both obviously never won a playoff game. Or no, maybe Barry won one. But Calvin didn't. I, I think, think Calvin only made I it think twice. A, a success
3: for the Lions to me would be honestly making the playoffs would be a success, winning
4: a playoff game. Yeah would be success. Yeah.
3: And so is the hype real in terms of... Yeah, I think that's, of,
4: that's totally... That is on the board. And I think last night they stole a win. I think last night they like stole Like last it. night I think improved that will, that, their chances. That win will,
3: that will, will, will come in handy Correct. when you're looking across and seeing what uh, yeah. the Vikings are up to. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Uh, we're going to talk to Jason Smith coming up next. Um, do you see Penny uh, talked about Mikey Williams uh, again? And um, what he said was, is that Mikey Williams is enrolled at the University of Memphis. He believes he's enrolled. Um, We're just trying to support him. Also said that David Jones, by the way, will either arrive today or Monday. He's had visa issues or whatnot. And uh, so Mikey Williams is enrolled at the University of Memphis. And then there was this weird Facebook post that I ignored last week or earlier this week when they said, which is Mikey Williams, uh, someone ostensibly— there's a Facebook page that is ostensibly Mikey Williams, but who the hell knows, saying I, basically I'm not in class because I'm too famous to go to class. Have mm. you seen that?
4: I've not seen this. It, 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 by the way, that's very on brand. It's kicking around. If indeed that's true, when that's it on came, brand. Well,
3: when it came up with, and I asked John, is this legit? Is it true? John said no. Okay. Because kids don't use Facebook. Yeah, I can buy that. And I, that does seem yeah, right. Yeah, that, you that know, would like check it out. does seem right. So – um the the saga continues to be kind of ridiculous though. Um uh, but anyway, I'm I'm with you. So we're, we we agree he will not play this year despite yeah. the fact that
4: Penn I was- just don't think his legal issues are going to get cleared up by the time that he'd have to have them cleared up.
3: All right. Um we are going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to uh we are going to talk to
4: uh Jason Smith on the other side.
3: Well, give me a give me a US it's getting a little dire. I So they I, cut
4: it to th- Three, and now we've – then uh, Schroeder hits a layup. So down five with 250 to go, but the USA has the ball. Down five. Correct. 250 to go. Yep. U.S. with possession. Reeves driving, hits a 15-footer, back to a three-point game.
3: Uh, you won't wanna go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna we will update you when we get back. Uh Jason. Smith, we're your world feed. Chris Chris Harrington after that. And then Jeffrey will make you rich. Before then, you saw this ad. If you were watching the game last night, you saw FanDuel, the ad for FanDuel and the, and the offers they are making, which are pretty fabulous. Ah, uh, bet five bucks, get two hundred dollars in bonus bets for new users, and all customers bet five bucks or, or bet five bucks and get a hundred dollars off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube T V. Did you notice they didn't have to read the uh, you know on TV they, they don't do have not to, have to read the disclaimer. They, they can just put it in the small print. microscopic text so, at the bottom. I was so and you're like envious of them. Exactly. <laughs> I have to read that every week. Uh, Every day. But new customers bet five bucks, get 200 bonus bets, and all customers who bet $5, $100 off NFL Sunday ticket, got to go to fanduel.com slash calkins, C A L K I N S, C A L K I N S. Must be 21 or older in present Tennessee. First online real money wager only, $10 first deposit acquired. Bonus issued is non withdrawable. Bonus bets. It expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem. Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. NFL Sunday ticket offer ends 9-18-23. No refunds. Terms and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket and not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription news cancel anytime. All right. Back in a moment with uh, more from USA Germany plus Jason Smith. Jeff Caulkin, show 92.9 FM ESPN.
1: Okay.
5: Trista Crick with BetQL. Here's something to consider when you're looking at the college football slate this weekend. Notre Dame plays at NC State as a a 7.5 point favorite. Your first take will be that's too many points on the road, but the Irish are 6 1 against the spread in their last 7 road games, and the Wolfpack have covered in just 2 of their 11 games overall. It might be counterintuitive, but the numbers say take the Irish. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the books and bet smarter with BetQL. Download the BetMGM
2: app today. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 or 500000 we have a solution. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS with zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with a BBB. End your tax nightmare today by visiting tra.com or call 800-583-6681. That's 800-583-6681. At Granger, we're for the ones who pay attention to every little detail. The
1: ones who fuss, tinker, and sweat the small stuff. Because you know the tiniest thing can make the biggest difference when it comes to keeping business moving. We get it. We're the same way. Offering access to product experts to help you quickly and easily find what you need. So, whatever your industry, you know you're always getting professional grade products. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Occupied! Hurry up! Go away and enjoy my hot shower! Yeah,
2: we'd all like to. Hot water hog. That's it, family meeting.
0: We can all enjoy long, steaming, hot showers. Even the last in line, which it seems is always me. But go ahead, have that imaginary argument of what you should have said. Take your time. With our new high efficiency Navi and tankless water heater, I'll never take a cold shower again. Visit tanklessmadesimple.com to learn more.
2: Trying to lower your bad cholesterol isn't easy. Kale and spinach? Okay, let's pick up the pace. Remember to take your statin. But today, it's possible to go from struggle to cholesterol success with LECVIO, Proven to lower bad cholesterol with just two doses a year after two initial doses. You've got this. So, if you're ready for a change, ask your doctor about adding Lecvio. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. It is not known if Lecvio can decrease problems related to high cholesterol, such as heart attacks or stroke. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at lecvio.com or call 1 833 3-7-8-4-6-2. Ask your doctor about twice yearly Lecvio. That's Leqvio. That's L E Q V I O.
5: Regent's Bank presents Live at the Garden hey, 2023 at the Memphis Botanic hey, Garden, hey, Friday, September eighth. Live at the hey, Garden welcomes Train. Don't miss Train Live at the Garden. Hey, with special guest Parmalee. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Visit live at thegarden.com. Also presented by South State, Duncan Williams, AutoZone, True Green, Gossip Motors, The Lily Company, Pro Show, and Mahappy Events.
0: Are you a maintenance mechanic, diesel mechanic, welder, or a compactor repair person? Are you looking for a different kind of company and culture to be a part of? At Waste Connections and Team Waste, our employees reap the benefit of realizing their potential with our trust and full support. As a second chance company, we offer competitive pay, a sign-on bonus, tuition reimbursement, tool reimbursement for our mechanics. And at the end of every workday, you get to be home. Our culture is built on taking care of each other and the communities we serve. Apply today at careers.wasteconnections.com and become a part of a great team of people.
3: You've got a leaky flat or metal roof on your commercial building and they're saying you need a new roof? No, no, no. Just call Joe. Joe Stallmaker. that is. 901 Waterproofing and Roof Coatings, they can restore your existing roof with a quality coating system and can save you up to 70%. The roof coating systems extend the life of your roof and come with a five to fifteen year leak free warranty so you get the benefits of a new roof without the huge expense. So call Joe Stallmaker today, 901-287-1923, or visit 901waterproofing.com. This receiver trio is just is scary, and it does start with
5: scary Terry himself. There, <laughs> there he's he's go. good, man, and and I, I it's just can we get normal quarterback play for this guy, for, right. for like once in his career? Because you're right. I mean, yeah, no shade to Odie, fine Taylor Heineke, but he was a, literally a backup quarterback in the XFL, and he's probably the best player that Washington has rolled out at quarterback in Terry's you know career. Subscribe to Reception Perception, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I felt like we were really lucky to have a place like Genesis. There are several jewelry stores, I know, but I don't think any of them can match up to Genesis. Meet
5: Beth Gear, another thrilled Genesis Diamonds customer.
2: Yeah, the whole experience was wonderful. I felt really super comfortable, and I felt confident that we were getting the best deal for the money, too.
5: But for Beth, it was more than just getting a great price. I'd
2: say the value was extraordinary. Even if the price had been slightly more, I think we would have still chosen Genesis just because we felt that there really was a personal connect we felt like they really wanted us to be happy
5: genesis diamonds where you and your budget are respected from the minute you walk in
2: no matter what your budget is genesis will work with you they never make you feel uncomfortable if you don't have the biggest budget they were very respectful of our budget and need to stay within it
1: discover the genesis difference for a ring you'll be proud to show off
2: we would always tell people i got it at genesis because i want them to have the same experience
1: genesis diamonds memphis's direct diamond importer at poplar and perkins
5: extended don't miss the 2023 Memphis Music Festival, September 29th through October 1st at Radiance Amphitheater in the Memphis Botanic Garden. Right there, right. Featuring the Black Crows, My Morning Jacket, so Turnpike Troubadours, and many more. The 2023 Mempho Music Festival, September 29th through October 1st. Tickets on sale now. See the full lineup and get your tickets at yeah.
0: memphofest.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN.
3: time to get into Ocall Well, I like Christmas. I'm just a sucker for it. Spirits are high. Beautiful place. But uh, just as beautiful right now, honestly, particularly uh, when you're headed to a, a football weekend, a tailgate, whether you're in a suite or a tailgate or wherever you are, you're going to want to look uh, look your best. ocall we're past the semi-annual sale. But what that means is they are reloaded with beautiful, beautiful clothes you can walk in today wear tomorrow wherever you are headed to watch your football you can get yourself a sport coat i have multiple sport coats now from O'Call. they all look fabulous anyway get in and see our friends at O'Call. no better time than on a football saturday joined now by jason smith jason we before we get to before we get to uh before we get to your commentary, we, hey, we need an uh, update. Uh, Jeffrey, how is the United States of America, my country, uh, the land of the free, home of the brave,
4: how is it doing in its tilt against Germany? Uh, Jeff, we are on to real basketball. Germany wins 113-111. Oh. So we don't have to pretend like we care about this this week. <laughs> you know who
3: called this one? John Martin called this one like months ago, Jason. You're going to be hearing about this all day, aren't you?
6: Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be the lead on our show. John's got <laughs> the, he's got the 35 to one uh, Germany to win it all that he took before the World Cup. So, oh, uh, oh yeah, it, I, what an embarrassment for not just not just USA but uh, North America has got to take a look in the.
3: <laughs> North America has to take a look uh, uh, in the mirror
6: because Canada falling uh, to what,
3: Serbia without what, Jokic.
6: Yeah, Naismith is a, a Canadian. Canadian, you know, and I, yeah, yeah, all of it. Uh, they fell to Serbia before we lost, and now yes, I watched the end of it. Halliburton got shook to well, uh, shook to the floor and dropped off for a three. The intruder hit a three. It's over. It's over. The run is over. I, it's not. Look, I, I'm with Jeffrey. I wish I didn't you know today, I wish I didn't do a show with a guy that had a thirty five to one <laughs> Jeremy to win it all because I don't care. I don't care. This was not our best. We clearly didn't send our best over there, and haven't haven't in previous years in this FIBA competition when we haven't sent our best we haven't cared that we haven't won. We care about next year. we care about that team more. But I'm gonna have to hear about it for three hours.
3: Let me ask you this: So you actually witnessed this, this, this the end, <laughs> the end of this debacle? How was yeah. J- How was Jaron? Uh,
6: not, not great. Uh, I wouldn't say he lost the game for uh, you know. And you got to ride or die with Anthony Edwards, I suppose, with the way he had uh, he had played. And it was him in the in the friendly against Germany that sparked the 18-0 run. That, you know, helped you come back from the 16. So it's him at the end unfortunately, missing some threes. He tried to make a pass to Jaron that Jaron wasn't ready for. So in the end, I mean, you know, Edwards, Ed, you kind of rode with Edwards, and you had to. I understand why they did, and, and in the end, he made some bad decisions. and The shooting wasn't good enough, and frankly, whoever, whoever didn't convince, you know, Mobley to join this team or whatever went, but my point is whoever didn't get didn't do better than Walker Kessler, Jaron Jackson, and Bobby Portis. Like, whoever's responsible for that. I mean, that came back to haunt you. I think it was 12-6 on the offensive glass. Getting out, rebounded the entire – it felt like the entire World Cup was, you know, one of the keys to to this team's – and when it struggled, that was it. So, um, you know, whoever put that group of bigs together, uh, they should look in the mirror today as well.
3: Okay, so I am with you. I think we can all agree the official. the official – position of 92-9, with the exception of John Martin, is we don't care.
6: And it's not just <laughs> because they lost. We were, I was trying to explain no. that to them before when the, when the US, when U.S. was very much alive. So yes, it's that we don't Listen, care we, other than John.
3: We pretended yeah. to care because football hadn't cranked up yet and, and we had to watch ball. something. Yeah. Now, the, the part that we did care a little bit about, we didn't. We don't. I don't care. I'm not embarrassed as an American right now. Um, I don't care. <laughs> but I do care about the Grizzlies, and I do care about Jaron. And let's be honest, when they headed off on this grand adventure, the hope was (laughs) this was going to be a a launching pad, a a stage, a showcase. You picked the word. And in the end, let's be honest, and, and Chris always says, well, he doesn't look good in the box score, but if you watch the games, he's actually – I don't know. Like, you tell me. Like, this was not what we wanted from Jaron, very clearly, well, right?
6: No, no but you're right. I, the, where Chris is right is that when he was off the floor, just they, they couldn't stop anything then. Right. I mean, so, so he, was, he was clearly one of their most important players. But, no, let's be real. The, the, on, in the first exhibition, when Jaron was like the first guy they threw it down to, and he makes the post move and goes and scores. Right. we were going crazy because we uh, right. "This is it! They're gonna feature him. He's gonna get the ball a ton. It's gonna be a chance for him to grow offensively or continue the growth that we saw at the end of the, you know, at the end of the season last year uh, in the NBA." And so, I mean, no. What what can you point to and say? Well, this guy. I mean, you know, maybe the fact that he was used so much in screen setting, maybe that'll translate over. But no, this wasn't what we. We had hoped for, and frankly, you know, Santi, in terms of being a feature piece and actually getting some, you know, some run in, in, in terms of perhaps building confidence, Santi probably, probably had a better run of it than than Jaren Jackson did. And that's a, you know, that's not all on Jaron, but again, it, a lot of it was because you're seeing, you know, foul issues that kept him off of the floor, uh, the the lack of rebounding. Again, so much of that's because you're trying to block everything. A lot of that's because of how, you know, the rest of this roster was formed, especially that 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 front court. So. No, it wasn't the uh, it wasn't the the showcase that we hoped it to be for Jared. Sort of the you know we had built it as as a potential launching pad into what we hoped would be a a great year. Not that you necessarily needed to have that, but you know in sports talk radio and everything else where we love narratives, that was one that we had built up pretty high. And no, it didn't. We, we didn't get that certainly.
3: Uh, talking to Jason Smith, Jason and John every single day from 11 until 2, where you can get your inside. Uh, Germany insight from John Martin,
6: <laughs> among other among other nah, things. Now, what would be sad is if he loses to Serbia <laughs> uh, on him. But but, yeah, right. but he deserves he deserves this day. He did yes, he does. This he deserves. This you got to watch day. out A yeah.
3: uh, couple things before I get to the NFL. Yep. One is,
6: um,
3: it's a bad scene when there's a shooting inside FedEx Forum, isn't it?
6: Well, yeah, and I you know I've tried to read some details on this in terms of I, I've. is it good that you're hoping that it's a deal where it was accidentally discharged by the guy that got shot? Is that, you know know what I'm saying? Because we saw that with the White Sox situation where, and we laughed about it where the woman had snuck the gun in, you know, under her fat, but, but it was accidentally someone that, you know, an accidental discharge. I just wonder if, you know, you're talking about, it it sounds like we're we're only talking about one shot. I, I figured you'd have more witness accounts if somebody had, Fired off a bunch of shots at another guy. I'm not saying that there wasn't because right. the police, the police have said we we don't know who the shooter is, um, but they've they've used that term. And so, you know, I, I guess logic would tell you somebody in there did bring a gun and maybe shot at this dude because you know you could tell it was a guy that was being wheeled out of there. But I'm just wondering if it, if we're looking, I'm, I'm hoping Jeff, so that it's so that it's not added to the, you know, just the the continuous, uh, uh, you know. Again it's 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 a gun issue and you get a gun in FedEx form, how'd you get it past security? But maybe this is a deal where it was accidentally discharged as opposed to an attack right in the middle of a concert which would just, you know, another my God, do you need you know how many more black eyes can downtown can this city take? I mean this is national news uh because Little Baby is, is big because this is a this was a huge concert. You know, Little Baby is that big and so it's national news, obviously the black guy right now and no doesn't make it any you know does it make it any less black if 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 it's self discharge probably not, but um i don't know i i'm hoping for for that explanation as opposed to you had literally somebody in there that shot at somebody else i mean any you know um just imagine what could have happened more shots go off people get trampled whatever else so I don't know i i'm I'm eager to see what the explanation is here. I'm surprised again that that if there was a shooter that there's not a description of one with that it's many people at the middle this of point, different. at this point, the, yeah, the, 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 the details are so skimpy. Yep. So, but, but it started like that with the white Sox thing too. And I think for a long time, we assumed, you know, that somebody had brought a gun and shot someone. Uh, maybe this was an accidental discharge either way, FedEx Forum, You've got to, I mean, we've, we've been through it. It's a system of, of metal detectors right at the front. You can't really slide past that. And so, just the same as it was with the White Sox, I mean, you've got to look at yourself internally and ask, uh, "That's on us too." How could how could how could someone get a gun past our metal detector?
3: Southern Heritage Classic uh, tomorrow, right here. Uh, no Dion. That that chapter has has uh, passed. But uh, you had Fred Jones on earlier. Your thoughts about how he has persevered, and it doesn't seem to matter what what the world throws at him, whether it's exactly. weather or whatever else, he's. He's still throwing this this party.
6: What I love about Fred is he doesn't get involved in the, you know, in the in the public. Uh, I, I suppose it, 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 in some of these instances we've seen and and Fred had every right to be mad at Dion, Jackson State because this was something that he had built in terms of this Southern Heritage Classic with Jackson State and with Tennessee State before Dion had gotten there. And so you know the idea that this is you know this is no longer good enough for us. So the way that. Uh, Fred was sort of portrayed by Jackson, by Dion mostly, as opposed to Jackson State, that, you know, that, that this is cheap. We, we ain't, we got to pay to come here and play, as opposed to this has been a good thing for the school because we know it has. And so to get, to get, you know, cast in that light by Jackson State and to not sort of join in that fray, what are you talking about, Dion? The fact is that, you know, the, the question was always going to be, well, it's good for Jack, maybe not. Jackson State can get greater opportunities right now with Dion, but what about without him? And Dion, like he said when he left, was never, you know, committed for his whole life to Jackson State. And so back to the point, you know, Fred could appoint us and told everybody, well, this, this, this is good for Jackson State. It will be after you're gone. But he didn't do that. He stayed in the background. He went and found a team that's obviously uh, a very high program that's, you know, happy to be here, but more importantly, going to bring fans, you know, uh, going to bring fans uh, across the river, going to fill that thing up. And Fred has just gone about, you know, his, his – his, uh what he does with dignity the way he always has and, and put together what should be a great event i expect the place to be packed and sounds like this will be for a couple of years and i guess we'll revisit uh whether or not you know a jackson state can jump back in this now because i tell you you know you can get a million bucks or whatever it was to play in birmingham with Dion, but th- is that deal still here two three years from now Uh, Because I tell you, that thing's been a great thing for not just TSU, but obviously it's huge for Jackson State, that whole student body. There's so many of them here in Memphis. And so, uh, you know, eventually I guess my hope is that it gets back to what it was traditionally meant to be, which is those two. Uh,
3: As a Bears fan, you couldn't have been happy to see uh, last night unfold the way that it unfolded. I guess you hope that your Bears are duking it out with the Lions and maybe the Vikings and uh, 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 who knows, maybe the Packers at the top of the division. Your thoughts? I I guess, leaving aside, obviously Patrick Mahomes misses Travis Kelsey, right? There's no question that's true. What did you think of the Lions? Was that worrisome to you as a Bears fan?
6: I don't I don't fear them, but again, you know I'm 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 not really in the race to I don't feel like we're in the race to win the division. That I, I, you know I I came away feeling good for him for for Dan Campbell for everybody else because it did feel like for a second there they had blown it, going for fourth late they right. didn't get it. You give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes and it felt so Lions, yeah. but then you go you go back to. You know what the Chiefs didn't have, and frankly, the fact that Kadarius Tony looks like he's hot oh. trash out there. I mean, he—he, oh. he, I mean, he frankly killed them himself. Um, all that said, no, I felt I felt good for him because this is a year where, you know, I'm not looking for the Bears to win the division. It's the year for the, the Lions to step forward and win it. So, you know, a little bit of validation there that you can go on the road, beat the defending champ, even without you know some key pieces. The, I'm I'm with you guys. The fact that Chris Jones was sitting there was a little bit weird to me, and it looked like. You know, a couple of the fans were saying, "Hey, man, we're with you," but that had to be that had to be a weird deal because if I'm a Chiefs, if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm mad at him uh, last night. 100%. Particularly, at, particularly, you know, in that fourth quarter of that game when it's still a game. But back to the point, no, I'm happy for the Lions. David Montgomery, former Bear, great pickup for them, and he's going to be a great guy in terms of handing it over eventually to Jameer Gibbs. Like he's a good bridge piece for that, and you saw him get stronger as the game went on ended up with like 75 yards whatever it was but that big touchdown run. uh no I'm happy for the Lions man and and like I, like I said I don't I don't fear them cuz I don't think they're you know I don't think they're a threat to and what you for, want uh, the NFC title or anything, right. but um, it's it's good. This is a team. What do we? You know, you don't you don't fear a team that hadn't won but one playoff game since. What you say it was fifty something? Fifty seven. I mean, it's unbelievable how bad how bad they've been. So good for the Lions to pull through. So lines.
3: what you want as a Bears fan is just basically at the end of the year to know that Justin Fields is him,
6: right? That's like, the key. That's the key. It's kind of like the Grizzlies, and I said last year, going this is the year you want to know the answer on Dylan Brooks. And you got the answer. Like a lot of other people, oh, That's man, we, have, but we, can be a, we can be a two. But, but you got the answer. And that right. was the key because it was always going to be about do you resign him? Because, again, payroll, everything else was going to matter so much to your your future decisions. And we got that answer, and we got it resoundingly. And, yes, for, for the Bears, it's the same thing. I don't – you know, I, sure, I'd go in a season – you know, I'd love to uh, make playoffs, win championships and all that. But I think, you know, seasons can come with key questions that are – You know, key questions to your future, and I think for the Bears, that's it. Do you end up is Justin Fields the guy that you're going to end up paying to be the face of the franchise? We'll find that out hopefully uh, this year, and hopefully you go from a team that you know three wins last year, worse than the league, to seven, eight, nine. You get competitive and uh and you're building quickly. That's that's the way I look at it. Detroit Detroit's got a that defense. They got to get better though. Yeah, you got to get something else up there with Hutchison. They're not nasty enough up front. I do like that Gardner. uh, What's the, the uh, Chelsea Gardner web edition? Yep. Like he brings a little bit of that to that secondary that they, they haven't had, but they got to get something else up front with Hutchinson because he's about the only thing they got up there.
3: Jason, what's the biggest college football game? Is it Colorado, Nebraska, or Alabama, Texas?
6: I, I I think it's Colorado, Nebraska. I think Deion Sanders is the biggest thing in college football right now and seeing just you know where he can take this thing, but more about how quickly he can do it. Um, I, I just do. I mean, Alabama-Texas has been huge, and game day has, you know, already obviously picked that game, and it's going to be an unbelievable scene. And it's listen, it's a it's a scene we're going to get, you know, over and over. Now with Texas eventually joining the uh, the SEC next year, I, I I get all that and I get the hype, and this will be, you know, they what what, but they played last year. This is this is Dion's first time with this energy in Boulder. You can't tell me that this ain't the the biggest story in college football now. What he's a uh, what he's doing, the way he's talking, and frankly, the the, play, the way he's doing it, the way he's executing it. You know, the, uh, your son comes out throws for 500 yards. Travis Hunter's playing 130 snaps. Like he and that team right now, to me, they're the biggest story in college football. So that's the one for me. That's the biggest.
3: Uh, Penny refuses to like cut ties with Mikey. I'm not saying he has to, but like he keeps saying, "Oh, we're just supporting him. He's enrolled." He seems to, see, seems to say that he's enrolled at the University very, of Memphis. Very
6: strange, very strange. Because yeah, he said, I think he's enrolled. Like, I think bro, he's like, enrolled. You, you, he <laughs> right. said, per, you know, per my knowledge. Wasn't well, you okay? Well, the, what does that mean? There, I don't know. It's it's cryptic. I mean, he, is, he either is or he isn't. There was also something. I wish I'd heard him, Jeff, uh, because I saw Munz write some of it up. And the context of some of it, that, but more, he, he also said something. I touched on this with Jeffrey and Giannato yesterday, my hit with them. So Jeffrey will know what I'm talking about. But with this DeAndre Williams thing, he said that it's still in the appeals process. Those are the words that Munges used. I haven't gotten a chance to read if Park, uh used the same quote. But when we're talking appeals process, is that just more status quo for the waiver you're seeking for DeAndre? Or is that a sign of it is where I touched on with Jeffrey that I fear that it might be that you've already gotten a no from the NCAA on the waiver request and you are appealing their no. You are appealing their decision. That, to me, if, if he said that we're in the appeal stage now, that was the biggest news in terms of anything he said yesterday. But, again, I, I, I didn't hear him say it. So I'm wondering, he could have meant, hey, we're just trying to appeal to get this year. You know, he could very well admit well, that. Well, and but. we've
3: just seen from the NCAA that they are refusing to roll over because uh, in I'm the Tess Walker that. situation at UNC – and mind you, that's a different deal because he's already transferred to – like it's, it's – he's been it's, at two other schools. Completely it's not- set a
6: different set of details. But, again, I, you're not in the business where the NCAA is just necessarily handing out right. the rubber stamping everything. And I'm, I'm telling you, they're just – they're not in the business of wanting to do you any favors. And so the longer this goes, I as right. I touched on with them yesterday, the more I feel that, that you've gotten – the more I feel that you've gotten into appeal stage. And I, And like I told them, I can't think of the last time where – you got the no, you went back on appeal and, and you and you turned around and got the yes. I know it's happened before, but I just couldn't think of any recently. And so if Penny is saying this, this thing has moved to the appeal stage, well that's big news because that'd be a you know, that's that goes from you were optimistic at one point, you know, about DeAndre and playing, uh, maybe a top ten team with him to okay, we better start getting set for, you know, being just outside the top twenty five and and you go from, like, as John put it, and I, still, I, I think this still applies, you go from should make a sweet 16 to, okay, now, now they can. Now they're still one of the oldest teams still in college basketball, but you're losing quite a leader if you don't get DeAndre. So, so curious if we can get all that cleared up. Jason, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Take care, brother. Yeah.
3: Uh, let me ask you, Jeffrey, a couple things. Okay. okay. Biggest game of the weekend, Alabama-Texas. Or Colorado-Nebraska.
4: So I think how I would answer it is biggest game of the weekend is Alabama and Texas. Dion's the biggest story. If they were, if literally, where are they each going to be broadcast? So ESPN will have and Alabama. And Fox is going to have. And Fox will so have. So they're both going to be on. Correct. The, they're, the, they're the They're the, the, pr- the primetime game for right. each network. If they were on opposite each other.
3: Yeah which to more team which which in the first quarter i don't know the score will dictate yeah, you know whatever. No, I, I get what you're who saying. does more who tunes into what what does
4: america watch i still think the alabama texas game would have a bigger number i think so you could too. here would be the argument You'd flip before, over
3: to see what's happening in well, the, well of course the, you
4: have 17 tvs yeah but so. the argument like, let's say like you're in a scenario where you can only watch one game the only hesitation that i would have is that fox is still network television and network television versus cable is still a higher number. Right. So you could talk me into that.
3: Um all right, and then secondly, forget Mikey. All right. On the DeAndre stuff, the the news again in in college football yesterday uh was that UNC transfer Tess Walker yep. was denied and was not will not be eligible to play, that is a huge blow to the University of North Carolina. Head coach was not pleased, blasted the NCAA. It's a little bit, you know, it's a moment it feels like the Wild West, and, it, and yet the NCAA basically is saying there are certain circumstances where we have not gone away, ladies and gentlemen. Our we hands are st- tied. We yeah, are you know,
4: still got to uphold the standards and practices. And so do you think the circumstance is totally different?
3: But does the Tez Walker stuff make you even more skeptical
4: of the DeAndre Williams stuff? I 100, and it's and for the record, I don't want anyone to misconstrue it that I think like, oh well, these are the same case. Right, they're not. Of course, my totally
3: problem is totally different case. And
4: I've I've been telling Mark this for a while. I do not like the vibes out of the NCAA right now. You would think at this point in time that they would be a little bit more a little more humility. There. Correct. Instead, <laughs> no, like they're brazen. It's almost like like they feel— the word you used before was bowing up. Correct. Like, they, they're, they are bowing up. And that is my fear. It has nothing to do with the merits of the case or the lack of the— you know, however you feel about the case. My thing is, when they have attitudes like this, they go on big power trips.
3: Uh, well, that will be—that will certainly be interesting to see. The, the, the Southern Heritage Classic, just to wrap that up, to bring that around. In the end, that was the issue with Dion's rant last year and with Dion breaking with Memphis last year at Jackson State. It is 100% true that when Dion was the coach, they had the potential to get more than they were getting from Fred Jones and the Southern Heritage Classic. That is 100% true. So they were, as long as he was the head coach, they were. I think it's fair to say, underselling themselves or taking less than they could have had they been negotiating, whatever. Like, all of that is 100% true. But you always knew that Dion wasn't staying. Correct. And so it's and like, he even, like— he was on 60 Minutes saying that. If you're, It's like if you're a head coach— And John Calipari did this. John was great for Memphis, and he had to do great things at Memphis. But, like, he didn't care about— traditional rivalries. He's like, I can go get who I want. I'm John Calipari. I can play, you know, whatever else. I can schedule who I want. I'm a draw. And as long as John is here, it doesn't matter if you're playing Arkansas or whatever. But once John's gone, if you rip up all the stuff that has sustained a program, then and then you don't have John anymore, then it's kind of tricky. And this by the same like, do I think that it is good for Jackson State to play this game this weekend in Memphis? Yes, it is. It's good for the alums, good for the city of Memphis. I think it's win-win. Um, and so when you think you are – and obviously Dion is a sensation. He was a sensation at Jackson State, and now he's a sensation at Colorado. But you can't tear everything up for a coach who is only going to be there momentarily because in the end when that coach leaves – you're gonna wonder, well, who's been our friends all along, like, and why did we alienate those friends?
4: no, I'm with you. I think though the problem is when you commit to being in the Dion oh, business, no, no, you gotta be in you the understand Dion business. that you're in the Dion business, and I think like that is a byproduct of
3: but it's not like you could hundred percent see this coming Oh like this was oh yes, hundred percent so uh anyway, I hope they have a good uh has been doing good stuff in Memphis for a long time. I hope they uh, I hope they have a good event. Um, this weekend, I will tell you, uh, if disaster strikes uh, service master by cornerstone, that's the folks to call nine Oh one respond easy number to remember. I'd put it in your phone anyway, just in case. Cause